Welcome to the first full-length episode of DGM Starter. Uh, so this is a podcast that I'm interviewing people who have started either multiple small businesses and are really familiar with that starting process, or people who are currently growing or starting their business right now, because that's one thing that most people don't really get an inside view on is the actual technical that goes into everything with that business. So today I have a buddy, I, I met him actually in Sweden about three years ago or so, um, but it's... So we have Devin Lee on today, and he is starting a business where it's kind of a software application helping contractors stay organized. I'm not super familiar with all the details of it, but I'm sure we'll get a little more into that as as we keep talking. But um, Devin and I, we had a chat a little bit before the episode, and we were talking about how he's in the um, prototyping phase of his business, trying to really nail down how to um, make his product actually work for his clients and who he's going to be selling it to. So uh, to start out, though, uh, how did you, like, what made you want to start this business? How did you come up with this idea? Well, to try to keep it as uh, short as possible, we'll just dive right into it. Um, so I actually started estimating for an electrical company down in a, a place called Spanish Fork. Um, and so basically what I did is I started using this, this software that was currently available to us. And I started seeing a lot of like shortcomings with the software. Um, I started seeing a lot of problems just with project management, a lot of problems with estimating. Um, it was very com like convoluted and very complex, kind of hard to understand. And so I started uh, working on Google Sheets, actually. So I started just like figuring out, okay, here's some items that I can do that will solve some of these problems using Google Sheets. Um, long story short, that Google Sheet document turned into a, a full-on application. Like there's sheets that are using pivot tables. I mean, not sure if all this information is going to go over your head, but there's pivot tables. There's, uh, you name it, filters, there's sorts, there's VLOOKUPs, there's functions, there's drop-down boxes, there's links. Um, and basically what happened is, is I started seeing those problems and I started solving those problems using Google Sheets. Um, and I oftentimes I go to like professors or other people and ask questions because I was getting so frustrated with the, the, the current methods that we were using. And so I would question down my professors and I would ask them about databases. I'd ask them about Google Sheets. I'd ask them about functions. And it just kind of perpetuated from there. It just kind of built after, after a while. That's super interesting. You you pretty much created the program already, and it just didn't have like a user friendly interface for people to read it. It was just in a spreadsheet. Exactly. That's crazy. So, <clears throat> I think that's an awesome place to like really start with the idea. Um, I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who they know they want to be an entrepreneur, um, but they don't know what to do they don't know what they love and i i guess that i there's a there's probably a million and one different ways you can take to decide like finding an idea for a business that you want to dig deep into but that's an awesome one that you came up with like you were just doing a job found a problem that was not solved or was solved poorly and so you went into it uh and, and so like at what point like you had this spreadsheet built out at what point 
did you realize that this is a potential business opportunity that you wanted to dig further into this and like make this an actual thing? Um, so it's been going on for about a year and a half now. And I think it's been ups and downs. Like you'd have this, this, uh, aha moment like oh yeah i got this figured out i'll just build it out of google sheets i'll just do this and it'll work smoothly you'll run into a roadblock and you'll run into (laughs) another one and you run into another one and you'll keep running them running into them i mean that's just the the story of the game i guess but um i guess the when i really started to realize there was a potential is as i started meeting with professors and i started to like transition to more of a a more robust system to kind of like take over so I started looking into databases and I started looking into, um, they called rapid, uh, they called rad rapid application design. Um, and so basically it's just a, a glorified spreadsheet and, and they, they basically condense, um, software packages into a, a, a very fast viable product. Um, and so I started looking to that and I started seeing opportunities and then my brother, my brother-in-law, both developers. Um, and so I saw that opportunity to be able to bring them in on it. And then my boss, um, he was very intrigued and he's very entrepreneurial. And so he kind of gave me the, the go ahead and he's like, yeah, go ahead and do what you need to do and, and we'll, we'll make it happen. And so it just, I guess it all just came down to like really pushing, like never giving up and never like just like rolling over, I guess. Cause I mean, there's multiple times throughout the process where you run into like a roadblock and you're like, okay, it's done. Whether that's your competition, whether that's like, not knowing what the freak you're doing or, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's multiple roadblocks, but I think that over time, if you really want to solve a problem, I mean, it's going to take some effort. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, 100%. Um, one thought while you're, while you're talking that I had was, um, uh, college, that's a popular way for everyone to learn stuff. You said that you had professors. So I think you probably made a, uh, more excellent use of your col- resources at college than most people do is actually going and asking those professors for like advice on real world <laughs> projects that you're working on. But yeah. um, one thing that I'm interested to hear your thoughts on is while you're going through this process <laughs> of you, you find the problem, you're working on it, you think you have a pretty good solution, you keep hitting <laughs> these roadblocks and it, I'm, I'm sure you you went through your ups and downs where you're like, okay, like this is probably it. We just have a few more wrinkles and then you hit another one and that's just how life is. Um, but have you ever taken the chance or the time to just like sit back and realize that even though you're still in like the early stages of getting this out, um, how much you've l- learned during this process? Um, I, I think that's something that I've, because I've, I've had other projects where I, I went through them after three, four, five, six months. Uh, I kind of called it dead, and uh, and that, and mo- a lot of people just call it dead. They say, okay, I lost, move on. But what I've realized is every project that I work on, even though I've not had anything like blow up, get huge, and be a huge success, I've realized that that project has taught me more than almost anything else I, that has in the past. So um, I guess that's, that's a really bad question. This is not really a way for you to answer it in a, other than like yes or no. Well, I feel like it kind of goes back to that quote. I don't know who says it, but it says, fail fast, fail early. And I think that 
with every uh, adventure or every like thing that you do, you, you gain experience and wisdom. I mean, I don't know, going through the process, you realize a lot of different things. I mean, yeah, like I feel like you never will quite understand every aspect or everything about your business or anything about life in general. But I think that does bring you to a better understanding that, Hey, I don't know what the freak I'm doing. <laughs> so, so I think it, it is, it's really cool. I mean, you're, you're really like, I feel like it's an investment in yourself, you know, and I think it, it's going to be beneficial for you for the rest of your life when you know the ins and outs and the workings of, of different types of companies or just having that, that knowledge will, will perpetuate you through life. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Like, it also takes a little bit of humility to realize that Seriously. I don't know everything. I'm I'm just failing over and over again. But yeah, what, but the... you hear all the successful people like when they started, they knew almost nothing, and they still Probably. say they they only hire people who are smarter than them. And so they realize they're definitely not the smartest person in the room. Uh, they totally. just know how to find that right talent, and they really know how to learn. So true. Like. What's uh, that other quote? It's like, the more that you know, the more that you realize you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it's very applicable in that sense. And like you said, I mean, if you find those right individuals to take those aspects or those different problems that you don't quite understand or comprehend, then putting that team together is the, the biggest asset that you'll be able to develop. I think it's cool. I like that. Yeah. And so one thing that I really want to be able to dig a little deeper in uh both in this channel with other people that other entrepreneurs that I'll be meeting with down the road. Uh, but in this conversation, I mentioned that, and we talked beforehand and I mentioned at the beginning that uh, you're kind of in that prototyping stage. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I'm sure 95% uh, of the people know what a prototype is, know like the basic, what that means. But mm -hmm. if, um, like one thing that I've been confused about in the past is some like people talk about market research or prototyping, things like that, those early stages of a product. And um, I, I know it's important. I know what it is. But then if someone were to say, okay, do some market research on this, I would have no clue where to start. Um, and so I would like to dig a little deeper into um, kind of the steps that you're taking to prove your product and to prove that it is actually filling a hole and that there is a demand there in a way. So um, if you could kind of walk us through your process, I'm sure you're in, you're in the middle of it. So it's not like it's complete, but I'm sure you have a strategy moving forward as well. Totally. Um, I think that when you talk about market research, it's like this vague term that everybody uses, like got to do your market research, got to do this, got to make sure you're, you're, you're providing a product for your clients. Like, I think that terminology is just, it's very vague and oftentimes you don't, where I don't, I still don't fully quite grasp or understand what that means. But I think that that book that we, we brought up in the past was Nail and Scale. And I think it goes pretty in depth about what market research is and what it, what it entails. I mean, there's a lot of factors that you got to take in consideration when you're going into business. And I think that multiple, like it, for, for starters, you got to know, like who is this, who is your, your person or your client or the individual that you're going to be selling this product to? And like, okay, what does that mean? Well, it's like, well, you got to know what are the tendencies? Are they very meticulous? Are they, um, are they like, 
don't care about, you know, like you got to know, understand their, their demographics. You got to understand their characteristics. You got to understand the type of people they are. That way you can cater the product to their need. Like if you don't know that target market or that target individual or what that individual likes, like from, for example, like, I've done estimating, but I'm a terrible estimator because I want everything to be exact and I want it to be in the right place. So I want an application, right? That's going to be exact where I can put in exact numbers and make everything work exactly right. That doesn't exist in estimating. And that's not an estimator. And an estimator has different tendencies than I do. He's not like very meticulous. He's not, you know what I mean? So you got to understand your market first, your, your target market, and then that's just the beginning. I mean, then you got to understand your competition. Like, okay, that's a whole new ball game. I mean, you're talking about it. my consultant once told me he said that if you think that there's a product out there that hasn't been invented, you're wrong. It's like he said that um, there's not a song out there that hasn't been sung. <laughs> you know, and I think that it, it it carries a lot of weight that every product or everything that's out there has already been created or already been thought of or already had an idea, but it's never been brought to fruition. It's never put a, put in a particular sequence or whatever it is, like it never came about. I think that it's very similar in business. Like, like there's people out there that have already have your idea. There's people out there that are already doing what you're doing and you got to understand what they're doing and you understand what makes you different and you understand why you're doing it. And so I think that's a huge thing as well. Um, another thing is you got to take in consideration money. Like you got to figure out what your product's worth. So you got to know where other products are at and you got to know what you're contributing. What's your value? You got to know the pain. I mean, it's just, I feel like there's just a lot of, I actually tried to to build like a, a spreadsheet of, of the different characteristics or what is market research. And it'd probably be <laughs> beneficial just like to like hit those bullet points. You know what I mean? But there's a lot to it. I mean, and I feel like with every step that you take, you realize, oh, freak, I didn't think about that. Another example. I mean, I'm just like rambling at this point. So cut me off when you feel like it needs to be to move on. Go for it. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. Um, <laughs> Preach. Um, good example. So we developed this application. It's an field ordering app, right? So we didn't do any market research. Market research. We didn't reach out to individuals that the application was um, contingent upon, meaning that we need help or we needed parts of of a different entity in order to make this application function. So we didn't research or we didn't take the time to to like go out and figure out okay what what all do we need to make this application function? What other people are involved? So long story short, we get to the end and the application's all built out. And guess what? The people that we we were talking to 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 be able to supply this application of what we needed no longer wanted to be a part of it because it would run them out of business. So it's like those, those little things that you just never think about like, okay, yeah, we got to realize what all is involved when you, when you put a product in place, like who is that going to be put out of business? Like people are supplying you with information. You know, it's just very, I'm not sure if I'm making any sense at this point, but you got to <laughs> cross your T's and dot your I's. I mean, but at the same time, I mean, you never will know everything. I mean, that's just the story of life. And so I feel like you make the best judgment calls you, you can and you move forward, just like you were talking about with, with learning. I mean, you never will be able to, to see it all. I mean, that's sucks, but it's the reality of it. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's actually a really good point that um, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a ton of people who, and myself included, 
who have a business idea, they get excited about it, they do a little bit of research, say, okay, I think I can make this happen. Uh, they put in some more work, get ready, they launch it, and then when they launch it, they realize there's 2,000 question marks that they need to know in order to make like the right decisions How, like what should i price this like i can't just guess what the pricing is like who am i actually targeting what like what kind of marketing can i use where where are they and so like you listed off i don't know 15 things you said you had a spreadsheet with all the points of what defines like market research um and and so that can be really discouraging and I, I don't want anyone who listens to this to uh, hear this conversation and be, realize like, okay, maybe, or just say to themselves that maybe they're not made out for this. Um, because like everyone's made out for like, what, what we realize is if you're willing to learn is really what it comes down to. Um, and so you went through that list of question marks. Um, and, and one of the main things that you mentioned was like really understanding who is your target market who are you selling this to um and you you might have had a little bit of an advantage because you worked for someone who was your target market um but what other like specific actions have you taken in order to better understand who your target market is i think it comes a lot down to i've actually called multiple electricians and so i i I've talked to a lot of estimators and I've talked to, so I guess the, the gist of the application is that we're trying to simplify the, the project management and estimating process behind the electrical field. Um, and so I've conducted interviews with general contractors, which are above us. They basically oversee projects. I've contacted or had interviews and conversations and built um, the, the product based upon information received from other sources like vendors, which where we get our material. Then same thing goes for subcontractors. Um, and so I, I hold these interviews to basically pick their brains about how they would communicate things and how they would, you know what I mean? When I say this, this is what I mean. When he says this, this is what he means. When we give you a price, this is what this price is for. And so it's just like that, because like right now I am in that position where I do estimating. And so I am the, the target market in that sense. But well, what I'm getting at is I, I built this application based on my own personal like interpretations of like what I'm seeing is the problem, but I got to take myself out of my shoes and put myself in someone else's shoes and uh, another estimator. Um, and so what I've done is I've, I've actually reached out to a couple of electrical companies and I've, and I've conducted interviews and asked them how they are estimating, how they do their processes, the problems that they're seeing. Um, and then I, I probe them with these questions that I see that happen all the time with me and I ask them how they solve it and how they go about it. And then by doing these, like these, these interviews or these questioning, I get a better understanding of how people are currently solving these problems. And then I can figure out a streamlined way of doing that um, with this application. If that made any sense. Yeah. So <laughs> essentially what you're doing is you're going out and you're reaching personally to these people and you're having conversations with them understanding one what the current like what their current solution is like to what their pain points are with their current solution and then like how you are and then so now you you know their pain points you know what they don't like about their current solution so now you're able to solve that problem um well, one thing that 
uh, I, I found is really interesting. Uh, my oldest brother, he's so he lives in Florida, and his profession is he's a salesman. Uh, right now, he sells uh, shipping for companies. So he'll, uh, I think he really focuses in on international shipping, but uh, that's not really important to the story. Uh, but we we talk business sometimes, and what I've realized from him is how important an understanding of sales is to like building a business. And that's essentially what you're doing when you're interviewing. You're, you're not, it's not a hard sale. You're not closing them, but you are finding your market and you are, and you are identifying what they need and you are providing a solution to their needs. Um, and, and that's exactly what you do. What a good salesperson would do is they would go and meet with their lead discuss with them, get to know what their problems are, and then find the best solution possible for them. And then, yeah, so that's that's something that I guess that's that's one tip. Um, I definitely need to work better at being in sales because I don't feel super comfortable going out talking person to person all the time. Uh, I'm a little more of an introvert that way, and there's a lot of people like that. That's one tip. Anyone out there looking to start a business, uh, make sure at least like read a couple sales books. Um, if if you really want to go all in, go get a sales job and and practice it. It's super uncomfortable, but uh, you'll learn a lot from that job. Totally. Yeah, and I guess I kind of went on my own tangent there, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and so as you're reaching out to, uh. And to these contractors, understanding what they're saying, what, uh, like, what's the next step? Like, how do you take that in and uh, specific, like, I guess, what's your process uh, once you have that interview information to actually apply what you're learning back to your product? So a lot of times I take them portions of the, so right now I have mock-ups. Um, they're both in spreadsheets and as well as we use Adobe XD. Um, and so what I do is I have these mock-ups and I, I take them to these interviews and basically the application, I say, I lay down on the table and I say, okay, when I say this, or I, so for example, the other week I met with a general contractor. Okay. Brief story is we give them a proposal. We give them a quote saying we can do the job for this amount. But the problem is, is that you have so many different facets that when you say I'll do it for this amount, what are you doing for that amount? What, what, what do you just tell? And so what I'm doing is I sit down with the general contractor and say, okay, what do you want to see on this proposal? What do you want to know is covered? What do you want to see? You know what I mean? Like how can I communicate better to you what is provided and how can I communicate to you what we don't have? Um, and, and that way that he understands when he gets a proposal, what it entails, because if I just have a, a $3 million quote, okay, uh, that's awesome that I have a three, $3 million quote, but what does that include? Like, is I have fixtures. I mean, this is all electrical jargon, so that's probably just, but you see what I'm saying is, is the better that we can communicate, the better that I, that I take that information, I'll say, oh, you don't want to see these lines. Oh, you want to see it like this. Oh, you want to, okay, so when you read this, you actually thought it was this way. Oh, okay, I'll make that adjustment. So I'm just making notes on these, these um, prototypes, um, and then I basically take that information and take it to the team and say, okay, how can we, solve these problems or how can we do this better or more efficient per his his requirements then we go back to the drawing board readjust things revamp 
like I think we're on version six right now is where we're at. So, and that's not including, so that's like big, big changes. Like, I mean, there's thousands of changes that are happening, but we're just constantly whittling at it and changing it to where it's, it's viable. That's awesome. That, I think that point is, um, like you, I feel like you've laid a good, great groundwork so that you're at this point that you have, like you've made six changes and these are six changes that are all getting you closer to the right step. Um, and that's something that I think most people, if, if they're looking to start a business, once they get to that step, they realize that there's a lot of work to be done, but it, that's a really exciting part to be at because you know you're actually making progress in the right direction. You know there's question marks, but you've already answered 100 question marks before that. So um, that, that's awesome. I'm really excited to hear how it goes. I'll, I'll keep in touch with you. And um, if you're open to it, I, I'd love to have you back on here in, uh, in six months or so and get an update. Of course, bankrupt on the street. <laughs> Don't do what I did. It's too late. <laughs> I've already committed. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, well, everyone, thank you for for tuning in. Uh, this has been the the first episode of DGM Starter, and really, what we're doing here is we're trying to dig a little deeper into maybe a little more of the technical things that are. Um, harder to learn unless unless it's in a paid course. So uh, stay tuned. I'll, I'll keep interviewing uh, more entrepreneurs, especially those right in the beginning stages, um, so that you can understand what successful entrepreneurs are going are doing, and then you can watch it every step of the way. Um, but stay tuned. Please don't forget to drop a like, subscribe. Uh, we have a lot of great videos and content coming your way. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.